Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the visit of Jesus' family. This is found in three of the four Gospels again. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 46 through 50. In Mark chapter 3, verse 31 through 35. And in Luke chapter 8, verse 19 through 21. We will continue reading in the book of Matthew. While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. This is a very um, short event that we're reading here, um, but it's an event that raises a lot of questions. Uh Um, It's a little bit surprising. It it is. So, you know, as as we are recording this, my father and mother are driving up here to to visit, and they might knock on the door and... um, I, I'm not going to leave them outside, um, but you know we, we would expect Jesus to go to his family. Why mm-hmm. doesn't he? The only reason we can find is in his answer. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ said, pointing to his disciples, those who follow him, those who are learning the secrets of the kingdom, whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So if we think a little bit by contrast, it seems that his brothers did not come with a perfect good intention. And I like to connect this story with a verse from John chapter 7, mm-hmm. verse 5, where it says, for not even his brothers believed in him. It seems that the reason for which they came, um, and we can just speculate about that reason, would have interfered with the ministry of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it seems that that reason, uh, even if that might have been good in their eyes, was not the will of God. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, Jesus Christ creates a contrast, and he says, my family is those who are around me, learning from me, obeying my, my teachings, and learning together the will of my Father in heaven. Yeah, and this is a big contrast Mm -hmm. uh, because family was so important there, respecting your elders, um, going to them and and heeding what they say. But here, Jesus obviously sees this encounter as interfering with the message that God has given, with the direction, with his his calling and, and his purpose. And so... We don't have evidence in the Bible one way or another, whether he goes out to them or not. Based on how this story ends, I'm a little bit inclined to to think that Jesus Christ did not go outside, maybe not right away. Mm-hmm. Not in a form of disrespect for the family. Yeah. Remember, at the cross, Jesus Christ was very much interested that his mom will be placed in good hands and talk to John and say, hey, take care of my mom. Yeah. 
And uh, Jesus Christ was respective of his parents since he was a little child, even if he was the son of God. On the other side, based on John chapter 7, verse 5, which does not mention his mother. Mm -hmm. So it seems that his mother, who talked to uh, Angel Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, who approved this plan to you know, give birth to the to to Messiah. It seems that that faith, that strong faith she had from the beginning, did not disappear mm-hmm. all the way to the cross. She might had her question, moments of doubt. She was a human being, as any one of us. But I would rather see, based on John seven five, as his brothers, especially the older brothers who didn't like what he was doing and maybe they track their mom there yeah the other thing that's interesting is jesus mother is likely the stepmother to these brothers um and so as they're coming in so uh at least the older ones and and not believing but um how what does this story tell us about god so this is the same jesus who said that if you do not leave your brother and mother and father and follow me, you'll mm-hmm. not have part of me. This is an opportunity for Jesus to demonstrate how to apply his own teachings. In a very respectful way, uh, Jesus Christ points to uh, the family of God, the universal family of God that is comprised of those who consider God as their Lord, as their King, mm-hmm. So I see this story in the context of his preaching. He was preaching the good news of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, It was just a little bit earlier when Jesus Christ uh, established the kingdom Mm -hmm. by appointing 12 disciples. And after that, he had a Sermon on the Mount when he presented the constitution of the kingdom and the rules of the kingdom and the responsibilities and uh, the benefits of being a citizen of this kingdom Mm -hmm. and now Jesus Christ was enlarging this kingdom and he says in this kingdom there is no nepotism Uh, you do not walk into this kingdom through family relations yeah not even being a descendant of Abraham as I'm reading this what does this tell us about God I see this that, that God is love and he's willing to expand his family that those who do the will of god are part of jesus family mm-hmm. mother father brother and sister mm-hmm. that, that's how it speaks to me mm-hmm. what is this passage telling us how is it speaking to us today and what are we going to do about it i wish i was inside that room mm-hmm because Jesus Christ would have pointed towards me. (laughs) And uh, I would have easier included myself right into those called the brothers and the mother and the sister of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The way I like to respond to this is going on my knees and say, Lord, I'm so thankful for the way you opened up the kingdom of God. There are no preconditions to be member of your kingdom. Uh, anyone can enter that kingdom. 
uh, any time, in any generation, mm-hmm. from any walks of life, um, in uh, every level of education, poor and and uh, rich, uh, slaves and masters, everyone can enter into the kingdom of God. All of us are sinners. Yeah. All fall short of the glory of God. And God is offering this to each one of us. And that is amazing. As I'm reading this story, I see two types of people. Mm-hmm. Those who do the will of God and those who don't. Um, and, you know, I, I like to think that the brothers and Jesus' mother were coming there with good intentions. Like, they, they, they weren't going there to disrupt Jesus' ministry. Maybe they, were, they thought they were doing what was right. Mm-hmm. even if it wasn't. But just because I think something is right doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's how this verse speaks to me today, is what is right in my own eyes? How do we test it? Yeah. How do you know it? And if it speaks not according to this word, it, there is no light in it. And that's you know the Bible. The Bible is the filter through which I filter right and wrong and the intentions of my heart. Um, if the intentions of my heart, if, if what my heart is telling me does not line up with Scripture, then I can't trust it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's very important that, you know, daily, not even daily, um, decision by decision, I need to be aware of where my heart is mm-hmm. because I can go from desiring to do God's will to inserting my own will or mm-hmm. straight out working for satan if i if i'm not careful you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and also uh, i i see also two categories of people mm-hmm. those who are inside and those who are outside yeah and those who are inside are based on jesus description uh, pointing towards these people inside are those who are more willing to follow the will of god yeah those who are outside, um, even if they might think they are doing something right, in fact, they might not be doing the will of God. Yeah. So I feel when I read this story that I'm called to go inside. I wish the mother and primarily the brothers of Jesus Christ would like to get inside, to, to, to listen to Jesus Christ, to learn from him. But that is hard. Yeah. Anyway, I'd like to finish this story on a, you know, a little bit of a negative tone. And remember how the letter of James starts, and that James is the older brother of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is it James, and the servant of Jesus Christ? Exactly. So, and and that's the good news. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I think because we've been reading about Pharisees who have been questioning Jesus and the, yeah. the religious leaders, I think of the book of Acts, mm-hmm. where we have accounts of the religious leaders coming and becoming followers of Jesus Christ at, la- at a later point. And, yeah. Um, there is a transformation that happened. Exactly. From one who wanted to impose his will to his younger brother to the one who considers himself a servant of Jesus Christ. That was amazing. Yeah, and in the very last episode, we were reading about um, the Ninevites. Mm-hmm. And I think of all the oppression of, of Israel that they did. Um, and, and those followers of God, when they get up in heaven and see the Ninevites there, 
mm-hmm. they might be wondering how do they get there and um, we we have a chance for a second third and, fourth chance and the king of Shiva yeah right is placed by Jesus Christ uh, yeah um, on yep. on the right resurrection right on the resurrection of the righteous yeah and I, I think of Nebuchadnezzar and, and you know keep bringing that one up because that, that's a favorite one or or we can think of Saul who becomes Paul mm-hmm. uh, the Christians he persecuted and there are so many stories of people who were on the wrong becoming on the right and I think that's important to understand that and, and also about Mary remember yeah the mother of Jesus she is listed in Acts chapter 2 among the 120 who are in the upper room yeah. uh, praying for 10 days, confessing their sins, asking for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And um, you see a deep transformation that happened. Yeah. So I, I think that gives us hope. Yes. Let's pray. Father God, we are so thankful that we can be called brothers and sisters Amen. and mothers of Jesus, Father, that that we can do your will. But Father, I'm so thankful that where we're at in life does not determine the outcome, that you're able to forgive our sins. You draw all to you. And Father, there are going to be people in heaven that we never thought were worthy of being there or should make it there. And so I pray that you will do that work in us and those around us, that, that when Jesus comes, there will be so many people in heaven. If we started counting, would never be able to stop. We pray, Father, for this world. We pray for everyone out there and ask that you will draw them near to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.